You're listening to The Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 166, the top 10 skills you need to master as an actor besides just acting. Let's get started. My name is Maggie Barra, and welcome to another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com forward slash podcast. You can follow me for more tips on the actor lifestyle at Actor Aesthetic or my personal profile at Maggie Barra. All links are in the show notes. Now, please, let's get on to the show. What's up? You know I'm back on the Reddit threads, and this week I'm seeing a lot of talk about the different types of skills that you need to have as an actor. And I'm not just talking about singing, dancing, and acting, and being good at your quote-unquote craft. I'm literally talking about the human skills, the personal skills, even the special skills that make you different. They, They make you stand out from the next person that's also auditioning for Evan Hansen and Dear Evan Hansen. They're what make you unique and honestly what makes you memorable to a casting office, to an agent, to a director, someone that you're maybe even meeting for the first time. So if you're new or newer to the theater industry, welcome. I think these are really valuable skills to pick up and to master on your journey to pursuing a career in this industry. So here are the top 10 skills I believe you need to master as an actor. Number one is improv. Now, improv training is really important for you to help you build your confidence, your courage, and of course, your creativity. And it also helps teach you to trust your instincts. I believe that improv training and getting really good at improv as an actor is going to help you present yourself better as a human being in the world. You're going to feel more confident. You're going to feel more secure with yourself and anything that's thrown your way. And it's also going to help you become a better actor. Have you ever gone to an audition? You've done your song. You've performed your monologue, and then the director behind the table says, hey, we loved that. Can you do it this way? And they give you an entirely different direction to take your audition piece. If you're good at improv or comfortable with improv, you'll have no problem taking the direction because improvisation helps you get out of your head, get out of your comfort zone, and just focus on the task at hand. Focus on the action the director gave you. Focus on exactly what it is the director wants you to do in that situation. When you're good at improv, it allows you, it frees you up to be open to anything that comes your way in the audition room. And that's why I believe improv is such an important skill to master, even if you're never actually going to be an improv artist or join an improv group. It's still a really important skill to learn both as an actor and as an individual. Next, number two, we have cold reading. Oh my goodness, is this not the most important one? I think it might be. Uh, it's going to come in handy getting really good at cold reading. So if you don't already know what cold reading is, 
It's pretty much what it sounds like. A cold read is defined as when an actor is asked to perform a scene or a couple of lines of dialogue with very little preparation. So they're basically just reading from the script and it's used almost exclusively in the audition process for theater, film, TV, commercials, you name it. Sometimes this is used, cold reading is done at the discretion of a casting director or creative team because either A, they did not have enough time to prepare the actor, or B, they're trying the actor for different roles very quickly. Sometimes an actor is prepped with completely different material and they walk in and after the creative team discusses a little bit, they realize, oh, maybe this actor is more right for this other role. Can you cold read for this role. And then what they'll do is they'll hand you some sides of material and you'll maybe have a chance to go outside and look at it really quick and then walk back in and perform the material. Other times they'll literally give it to you and say, try it. I've had that happen to me before and it's super, super difficult. And I think this is a really great skill to develop and work on over time because it's a skill not many people have. And it's a skill that could inevitably take you over the top from some other person that walks in auditioning for the same role. Now, the people behind the table are not looking for perfection. They're not actually looking for you to nail this piece of material that they literally just handed to you. They might have even just printed it out for you. They're not looking for perfection, but rather they're looking for something specific that you might never know. And so all you can do is just perform the material as best as you possibly can with as little preparation as possible. And this is a great skill to pick up. There are workshops dedicated to this, classes dedicated to this, and you can even do this on your own time. You can literally find material online and then quickly just perform it out loud and see how it goes. You can even take it one step further, look for that material, find it, read it out loud, cold read it out loud, and film yourself doing it quickly so that you can watch it back and actually see how you presented yourself and how it came out. Great skill to unlock and to get really, really good at. Because honestly, it's really impressive when you're really good at it. Number three, and this is a little bit more general, is just the skill of auditioning. I'm not even going to harp on this too much because I feel like I've been talking about this for years, but I do, and I cannot stress this enough, believe that the skill of auditioning is the most important thing an actor can get down pat. Because at the end of the day, you're going to find that you might even be auditioning more than you actually perform. And so as an actor, it's your job to be good at auditioning. You're going to do self-tape auditions. You're going to audition in person. You're going to go to open calls. You're going to go to agent calls. You're going to be asked to sing from your audition book a random song. You're going to be asked to learn a piece of material a week before, maybe a day before, maybe a few days before the audition. And in the case of cold reading, like I said earlier, you might even be given a piece to learn in the moment. All of that falls under the umbrella of auditioning. And it's more than just being good at your material and being prepared. It's also about how you present yourself as a person, as a human being that others will want to work with in the audition room. Yeah, you can be a great singer and a dancer and an actor, but if you're a jerk or if you come off as one, no one is going to want to hire you. 
And so that other piece, that other skill that you're going to have to unlock is those human skills of just being a good person, being ready for anything, being open for anything, and most importantly, being collaborative. Those are the skills that directors are looking for in the audition room. And so if you want to be a good actor, you got to be good at auditioning. Number four, and I think this is wildly overlooked, and it's marketing. At the end of the day, you have to be your biggest fan. And no matter how talented you are, if no one knows who you are, you'll never have a career. So one of the things you want to be mindful of is how exactly you can market yourself, how exactly you can get yourself in the right place at the right time, or keep on top of people's minds. There are a couple ways to do this. Obviously, one of the easiest ways is social media, and I believe this because it's free. Lots of us enjoy using it or at least enjoy consuming it, so we at least know already, we have an idea of how to use it. And because of the complex way that these new algorithms work on these different social media platforms, you have the opportunity to be posting content that could get into the right hands of the right people you want to work with. I've done a ton of episodes on social media, so please go check those out. You can scroll through some of the most recent episodes and you'll be sure to find one. Another way, of course, you can market yourself is through your website. I am the biggest proponent of having a website if you're an actor in the professional world. It's just as important as having some sort of social media presence to me, if not more so. And on your website, the door is wide open for you to explore and to choose what it is you want to put out there into the world because a casting director who's interested in you will look you up to learn more about you. You want your website to come up first, and a great way of marketing yourself is through your website. This is a skill I think all actors should nerd out about. Obviously, I do, and that's because I just like marketing, but I think it's something that's very untapped, and it's something that could really set you apart from the next person, especially if you're new to the theater industry. The fifth skill I want to talk about today for all my actors out there is accents languages, and dialects. I'm lumping these three together, even though they're different, I'm lumping them together because I think they all serve their own purpose, but have a similar feel to them. Being able to speak a certain language might actually get you the job. I can't even begin to tell you the amount of breakdowns of auditions and roles and things like that that I've seen in the past few months on even just actors' access of casting directors looking for specific talent that speaks a certain language. And that's often because that language is going to be spoken in that show or production. So they're going to need someone who literally, authentically speaks that language. And if you can do that, wow. Of course, accents and dialects are great too, because they just broaden the range of roles that you can play. Think about it. If you can't do a certain accent or dialect. You simply won't be considered for a role that requires it unless, of course, the creative team or casting director likes you enough and sees some sort of promise that you're able to imitate it at first and so they see that you can possibly learn it. But if they're on time constraints and you don't know how to do a specific accent or dialect and the next actor does, you might get passed up for the role. 
my suggestion is to get out there on Actors Access on Backstage and take note of the places that are asking for specific languages and dialects and accents. Take notes of the ones you might already know and then get better at them. Number six, a really good special skill to pick up as an actor is the ability to play certain musical instruments. Now, oh my God, just how I was talking about before the different types of languages and accents and dialects that I see on Actors Access, I can't even begin to tell you the amount of times I see breakdowns looking for actors who can play an instrument. It's crazy. So many. And when you think of the success of shows like Once, and Million Dollar Quartet, if you are someone who can play an instrument exceptionally well and you're also a great actor, great singer, that is a huge plus, not only to casting directors, but also to prospective agents because that just broadens the opportunities that you might be right for. It makes you a more marketable performer and it just makes you more versatile. There are literally certain shows that I know I feel really right for vocally, but I just will never be in unless I get good at the instrument that character plays in the show. I know that. And so if I really, really wanted it, I'd have to pick it up. I'd have to learn how to play guitar or piano in such a proficient way that I'm able to easily do it on stage and sing and dance and whatever. So if there's a role out there that you know plays a specific instrument and it's a dream role of yours, I say go for it. I say do whatever you can to learn that instrument because you're going to be so thankful you did. Now, the seventh skill I have written down here for myself is sports, but I think this can also mean just a general athleticism. There's, there's something so athletic about acting. I don't really know what it is and I can't really put my finger on it, but it just feels like the more in tune you are with your body, and I don't mean you have to be a ballerina or an incredible dancer, but I do know for me that the more comfortable I am with movement and the more agile I am, the easier it is for me to portray certain types of characters. I think my background in sports lends itself to this a little bit for me. And that's kind of why I wrote down sports at first. But I think what I'm getting at is any sort of physical activity is going to help you become a better actor. I think yoga is fantastic, stretching, dance, of course, and then just really any sport is going to push you in the right direction. Numbers eight, nine, and 10 all have to do with those human skills that I talked about at the beginning. I don't really have a better word for them except for human skills, so bear with me, but you'll get what I'm getting at in a moment. So number eight, I have time management. I cannot talk about this enough. What happens when you go to college, you are going to class nine to five, and then maybe you're doing a show at night. You constantly have a schedule packed for you. Like you literally have classes telling you where to go. And then if you're doing a show, you have rehearsal and it's all scheduled out for you. So then what happens after you graduate? Well, you have a lot of time to spend. And it's your choice how you want to spend it. One of the things that's going to kick you in the butt if you don't get good at it is time management. And the more you wait to get good at this, the more you procrastinate, the more time you spend on things that aren't really as important or aren't pushing you towards your goals, 
the further away it drags you from what you want to achieve. So you have to be really honest with yourself and think about how much time do I want to dedicate to myself, my health, my well-being, and how much time do I want to dedicate to my friends and family, and how much time do I want to dedicate to doing what I love. You may find yourself having to juggle side jobs, side hustles, performing, auditioning, maybe full-time jobs, relationships, families, friends, time alone. And if this is something that you struggle with, because a lot of us do, I think finding someone who can hold you accountable is going to be really helpful. You won't always get it perfect. I am a fully grown adult. I work a full-time job. I am auditioning. I am performing. I do have an incredible family, and yet I still feel like I am all over the place with time management, and I think I can get even better at it. This one is a learning process. It's going to be something that's going to take time, and it's going to take time to see what actually works for you and what doesn't, what you say you want to do versus what you actually do. Ooh, number nine is a good one. I have humility as one of the skills you need as an actor. Now, here's why I have this one. It's not like playing an instrument or being good at auditioning. It's really hard to work with someone that has no humility, someone whose ego is so large that it drains the energy of the entire room. You might think that the loudest person in the room is the one that gets noticed. You might think that the biggest divas are the stars and they always have the last laugh, but in fact, What I've seen over time is the people who continue to get work are the ones who are humble. They're the ones that put their heads down and they just work hard. Like I see it time and time again. I have friends in the industry who are constantly working. And I think the through line to all of them is not only are they good people, but they're humble. They're just thankful for their work and they do a consistently great job time and time again. And when you don't have humility, when you don't have that sense of humility, it's noticeable in the smallest ways. I think one of the easiest ways you can see this in an audition room is the way that you interact with your reader, if they're reading opposite you with some sides of material that you have to do, or your accompanist, whoever's playing the piano. And if you noticeably cannot treat them with respect, How in the world are you going to treat your castmates' respect? I mean, directors see that, casting directors see that. If you're talking at your accompanist, if you're blaming them for mistakes made in the audition room, people see that, they notice that, even if it is their fault. Even if the pianist does mess up a note and you make a face at them, it just looks so bad. In an audition room, the people behind the table know what they're looking for, and they'll know if you're the one who messed up or if the piano player messed up. It's not about that. It's Again, it's not about being perfect. But if you lead with an open heart and an open mind and a groundedness that comes with that sense of humility, you're going to go so far. It is infectious, and it is just a great energy that people want to be around. And I will leave you with this, the 10th and final skill that I believe, at least in this episode, actors need to adopt is grit. As an actor, you will get knocked down. You will be told no so many times, you won't even be able to count how many. You will have many opportunities to choose to leave the industry. 
And you can surely do so if it's something that's just not making you happy. All power to you. But if you do want a career in this industry, you are going to have to be gritty. You will need an unwavering perseverance that won't be knocked down by one person's opinion of you. Or two, or three, or four, or five, or six. All you need is one person to say yes. And it will get hard. You will see your peers succeed. You're not going to get every single thing you audition for, even the ones you really want. So don't take yourself out of the running just yet. Keep going, because you never know what opportunity could be waiting for you just around the corner. There you have it. Those are my 10 skills that I believe all actors should master outside of acting if they want to pursue a career in the theater industry. I love you all. Thank you for joining me this week for another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. If you enjoyed this one, please screenshot it and share it to your Instagram stories so I can see who is following along with me there. Make sure to tag at Actor Aesthetic. And of course, if you have any suggestions for upcoming episodes, please don't hesitate to shoot me a DM at Actor Aesthetic or at Maggie Barra. I cannot say thank you enough. I'm so grateful to each and every one of you for joining. It takes a village. I will see you next week. Bye.